Welcome in to the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap. I'm your host, Will. This podcast will explore the experiences, challenges, and lessons learned of auto repair shop owners. We'll cover every topic imaginable from EVs to ADOS, right to repair, the technician shortage, and so much more. AutoLeap is a cloud-based shop management software that allows shop owners to better run their business, increase efficiency, and grow revenue. You can find a link to schedule a free demo with AutoLeap in the show notes of this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I'm thrilled to be joined today once again by Greg Marchin, COO at Shop Pros. Greg and I will discuss a very timely seasonal topic, preparing your shop for the new year. Greg, how are you? I am awesome, Will. How are you? I'm doing great and uh, really excited to join you once more. I think this is a very relevant and timely topic for auto repair shops as they prepare for the new year. Obviously, a lot of planning underway for that. So I want to start our conversation from a high level. In terms of preparing for the winter season, what top strategies do you recommend so that's a that's a really interesting question. Ironically, we did a we did a couple of webinars at, at Shopros on that this week. Um, it a lot of it involves thinking and and improper thinking. And you know this is a this is a time of year when most of the year is done. And quite honestly, whatever numbers you do in December aren't going to make or break your 2023. And that and that's just the reality of it. And so, what I really really encourage people to do first and foremost is really starting in November, I, you know, my message this week was you're a month late if you're starting now, but, but, but you're not right. Um, start thinking about what do you want 2024 to be begin setting your, your big, big goals for 2024. You know what, what went well in 2023? What do you want change in 2024? Um, maybe there's something you want to improve from 2023 going into the new year. Uh, but, but really you've got to, you've got to sit down and be reflective. It, you, you've got to you've got to find a quiet place, and and a lot of people do this, you know, the, the week of Christmas. Uh, but I encourage you to do this daily because we don't we don't just sit down and come up with stuff. Uh, it 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 our brain has to mull it over and, and it has to work on it. And so I encourage everybody to to sit and think about you know what what were you truly happy with in 2023, and and what were you really frustrated with, and what do you want your 2024 to look like. And then everything else I would advise to do trickles out of what do you want? But my big message is be intentional. Uh, nothing in business happens by accident. We tend to, and, and look, I'm guilty of it too with, with, with my business sometimes. We tend to just sit back and go, hey, you know what? We got great people. We got a good product. We're, we're just going to, it's going to be great. And yet sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. We really, truly need to be intentional. I tell people that, that everything I say and do in business is not an accident. I, I've thought it through. There's probably a message in what I'm saying. And, and there's, a, there's a link to the bigger picture. And, and so I really, I want everybody to be intentional. I heard a, a shop owner say to me yesterday on a, on a training session we were doing, uh, you know, November, December, they kind of slow down for us. And, and, and he was out in the Western U.S. And, um, and I just thought to myself, I didn't say it to him, but I thought to myself, that's part of the, the challenge is we get used to January, February, March being slower. Um, but there's a really, really, really super important thing to realize about those three months. Those three months in, in ad April, so let's say four months, so Q1 plus, the really important thing to remember is those three or four months will make or break your goal for next year. 
And people don't think of it like that. They, they think of it like, you know, I'll talk to a shop in February and go, oh, man, you know, your numbers are, are really not awesome right now. And they'll say, yeah, but we got a busy season coming up, Craig. Well, the problem with that is, and, and it's, it's, it's human to think this, the problem with your busy season is your production is capped. If you have the same number of technicians in 2024 as you had in 2023, and, and you had a busy season in 2023, I have to assume you did, um, and you have the same technicians or similar technicians, same number of technicians in 2024, what makes you think you're going to do phenomenally more billable hours during the next busy season over what you did the last busy season. And the reality is you are not going to grow during your busy season. And then at the other end of that busy season, if you look at, at this time next year, you've got, you know, for some it's October, November, December, for many it's, it's November, December. Those months don't make or break your year. You might, you might have an exceptional November. And this year we have some shops in our coaching programs that, that did have an exceptional November. I was talking to them yesterday. They're up $20,000 over last November with the same crew. That's awesome. But you're only going to be up twenty dollars to $50,000 in, in those three months. And if your goal is to make another two hundred dollars to $300,000 next year and you can't grow during your busy season and you're not going to make up you know, more than more than fifty, sixty thousand dollars maybe at the end of next year, then you have January through April to make things happen. And that's why right now is the super, super important time to think about next year and what you want and where you want to go. One theme I was picking up on while you're speaking is complacency. And we all do it, especially with your own personal New Year's goals. Maybe you have an idea of where you want to bring your shop, but you're not writing that down. You're not having that brainstorming session you were talking about. And when you don't write that down and you don't prepare in that thoughtful manner, it just kind of becomes an idea that you have of like a hope without preparation. And I think that puts you and your shop behind the eight ball for 2024. It does. I would add one more thing to that, Will. I would I would add accountability to that, right? Because when, when do gym membership sales skyrocket? <laughs> they skyrocket about three weeks from now. Um, and, and, and if you go to a gym, you see it, right? All of a sudden, you don't want to go to the gym because you've been going all year long. And then, oh, my word, all these people show up and it's so crowded. But in the back of your mind, you know, by March, these people aren't going to be here. And the exact same thing happens we get reflective this time of year, as we should, as I'm saying, we slow down for a little bit and we think about next year and we go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go from 800,000 to a million. I, I'm going to finally cross that million dollar mark next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. And you're fired up in January and February, but the old habits still are there. You haven't changed any old habits. You haven't changed any old thought processes. So you get back to work January 2nd and, and it's the same shop. It's the same employees. It's it. You haven't done any marketing because you really you didn't think about this till December. So so you know your marketing should have launched back in in November for January, um, and and January doesn't go any different than last year did. And maybe you're still hyped up. Maybe you're still fired up. But then February rolls in, and maybe there's a snowstorm shuts shuts the town or city down for a couple of days or whatever. Keeps customers in their house. Um, you know. The, it just rains in some parts of the of North America and rain will keep people home. I don't understand it, but it happens. Um, and then you're halfway into February and nothing has really changed. And so you lose your momentum. And then the next thing you know, first quarter is gone. And and that big that big chunk of the year, that first the really important first quarter where you're gonna make a bunch of growth, you didn't make any growth 
And now you're you're hanging your hopes on busy season that we just established isn't going to grow anything. And there you go. You, you don't move anywhere. So without the accountability piece, without having, I tell people, and, and yes, of course, we provide coaching. But, but aside from that, I tell people, look, go find yourself an accountability partner. I don't care if it's another shop, another two or three shops, a group you want to build yourself in your town. If it's, if it's hiring a coach, if it's getting into a group coaching program, the one thing that, that I have observed over the years, I had to get talked into coaching shops. I, I, I didn't want to do it. And, and what I discovered once I got talked into doing it by a shop was that when you have an accountability partner, you can have that substantial growth. You can maintain your momentum from January on. And every single client that, that I've ever worked with will tell you the same thing. It wasn't the, the information that was so important. It wasn't the process that was so important that got implemented. It was having somebody stand beside me and say, hey, you're straying. Stop chasing that squirrel over there. Get back over here. Or on a bad day when you're, when you're challenged with employees, have somebody to call, whether it's your coach or another shop, and just say, invent. And, and, and just, just calm yourself down and get back on the rails. And so, yes, you've got to write those goals down. You've got to think about those goals. And, and I would really, really, really encourage everybody out there to find some sort of accountability partner. It makes a huge difference in reality. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think, you know, you may have ideas about where you want to take your shop, but you need to run those by someone else who has experience, who's in similar situations. I think that's a great perspective. In terms of the evaluation process of your shop that we're discussing, how would you loop your team into that? Obviously, you would want to evaluate your employee performance from the year, moving that forward, what else you need for 2024. How would you recommend that shop owners go about that process in a thoughtful manner? And maybe also looping in their team into this evaluation process as a collaborative effort. What are your thoughts there? So I, I have I have probably too many for, for this podcast, um, quite honestly. I am a huge fan of not only goal setting, but transparency. And to me, the two go together. So when I work with a shop um, or, or, or even advise anybody that comes to me in a, in a classroom, what I say is, we as an industry tend to keep our numbers to ourselves. You know, shop owners don't want to share shop uh, numbers with other shop owners. They don't want to share their numbers with their people. They, they don't want the world to know what their revenue is, what their gross profit is, what, what these numbers are. And the first thing I'd like to point out is what the heck is anybody going to do with your numbers? They, they, they can't take your numbers to the bank. <laughs> they can't cash them at the ATM. They, they can't take them and apply them to their shop. They, they, they can't, they can't, do anything with your numbers. And, and so I don't know why it's such a secret. Now, I encourage you to show your numbers to your employees. And, and this is getting to your question here. I can understand a little bit better why maybe you don't want an employee to know that you did $850,000 last year because the employee's perspective is, oh, wow, they're making all this money. You know, why can't they pay me more? But here's the transparency thing. If you are entirely transparent with your employees, and I'm talking technicians, service advisors, everybody, I believe everybody should know what your goals are, where you want to go. If you are transparent with them and say, here's our, our yearly revenue goal, here's our uh, monthly revenue goal, here is a gross profit goal for the week, they will, they will begin to look at that and they'll start to wonder, well, how the heck are we ever going to get to that? And then you break that down to them and, and you show them, you know, look, this yearly revenue 
or this monthly revenue goal or even weekly goal is made up of every individual repair order. And you show them your average repair order dollars. You show them the hours per repair order that you're tracking. You show them where all of that money comes from. You teach them what gross profit is. It's revenue minus what we pay for the parts and what we pay the technicians. And you would be amazed that when you start to give employees just a little bit of transparency and a little bit of education as to how that business runs and works, what they will do with that information. Most of them, shop owners will say, yeah, but I don't want to educate them and have them go open their own shop. You know what? They're not going to do that. Will you find a technician somewhere, somehow that, that thinks they want to do it? Sure, you will. But don't, don't worry about that. Most employees are really, really happy being employees. They're, they're, they don't have the skill set. They don't have the motivation. They don't have the, the go-get-it-ness that a shop owner has. But if you give them transparency and you give them a little bit of education and then you set their own personal goals with them, their piece of that overall thing, they will go to the ends of the earth for you many times. And they'll take ownership of what goes on every single day. That's the beauty of it is once they start to take ownership, the owner's job gets easier, believe it or not, because they're not the ones watching gross profit all day, every day. Now they've got two service advisors doing it or three service advisors doing it or, or, or more. They've got technicians understanding why production is so important and where they fit into the bigger picture. And so I, I think to, to really answer your question is, yes, I, I would, once I understand where I want to be for the year, I break that down into, into my monthly goals. And then I go to my employees and what I do with all of our coaching clients at ShopRose is... We have, we have employee reviews this time of year with, with every employee in the shop so that we can have this discussion. It's where we set goals uh, for, for the month. We tell the employee where the, the long-term goal is, and then we break it down in their first January goal and, and then have a discussion around that with them. And then we create a training plan with the employee. So the employee builds the tools that they need to get to that goal. And is it is it overwhelming to some, some shop owners? It is until they start to do it. And once they start to do it, and, and we're there to help, and, and we've got other, other shops in the cohort that are there to help. Once they start to do it and they start to see results, it is amazing the reactions that we see. Uh, it, it's a holy smokes, this is actually working. And it does work. You know, I, I'm not going to tell you anything doesn't work. It does work. The, the thing is that sometimes you, you need somebody to walk you through it and, and just get that first one done, the, the first employee review done. So your employees going into 2024 are integral to accomplishing what you want for goals, but you have to give them more tools than maybe you've given them in the past. Very insightful there. And that theme of transparency definitely carried through your answer there. On the flip side of that, with shop owners, how do they collect feedback about their performance from the year from their employees? How would you provide insight and advice on that so that they, at the same time, we discuss the employee side, but they can make adjustments and improvements to have a unified team and achieve their goals in 2024? So that's a really, really interesting question and one I've never been asked before. Um, I will tell you that, that that employee review process to me is, is absolutely critical. And, and, and that, that answers your, your question because what, what we do with the employee review process is 
the first year is always the, the toughest. Most shop owners have never done employee reviews. They've never done formal reviews. We have documentation we give them. We teach them how to use the documentation with the employee. We we'll coach them on that. Then they sit the employee down. The employee will do their own self-evaluation using the exact same form. Turn that into a shop owner. The shop owner will review that, schedule a meeting with the employee. And when we sit the employee down, um, we'll begin this discussion. And, and it will be centered around the employee first, but as part of that discussion, uh, the shop owner will begin to understand what the employee sees and, and maybe where they need to improve. The really, really hard thing in the automotive service industry, and, and I may upset some people with this, um, is the level of ego that, that we have in the industry. They're very strong. And look, I have an ego, you have an ego. We're, we, we're good at what we do. We, we know that. The problem becomes when the ego, I should say the problem shows up when the ego gets in the way and nobody likes their baby being called ugly. And so it is really, really hard, number one, for a shop owner to even implement an employee review process. They are not used to sitting down with an employee and having a super honest conversation. In my experience, most of them are really used to only having a conversation about something important when something goes wrong. Um, and then it's a usually a, you know, why did you do this? What the heck? You know, we, we can't have this type of conversation. So I have rarely ever addressed your question in the shop other than to get shop owners comfortable conducting employee reviews. Once they get comfortable and they, and they do this consistently two or three years in a row, Employees begin to expect it. Employees begin to see it as their opportunity to give feedback, as their opportunity to have a discussion about what they think could be better. Um, and we've got a series of questions that, that we give the shop owners to, to try to you know, get that conversation going. So I would suggest that after two or three years of doing employee reviews, and, and look, corporate HR, they're doing it quarterly now. And, and I think it's a great idea but if a shop has never done an employee review ever, I, I know what they go through to just do it yearly, and I'm not going to suggest they do it quarterly. Um, so it'll take two or three years before shop owners are comfortable enough to sit with an employee and say, hey, what, what can I do better? Now, maybe some of your listeners are thinking to themselves right now, hey, look, you know what? I could do that. I, I'm, I got no problem with that. And so in that case, my answer to your question is just ask them. Ask the employee, but but have that employee review process. You would be amazed what it will do for your business. I tie um, pay increases to it, and and we've got a formula for that so that, that you you control employee pay increases and you you condition the employee over time that they're going to get a pay raise every single year, and this is when it's going to happen. But the shop owner actually has total control over the financial aspect of that pay raise. There's there's very intentional methodology behind these pay raises. It makes the employee feel great. It makes the employee put more money in the bank, but it controls the expenses for the shop. So as part of that process, that's when I would suggest the shop owner get some feedback from employees and what can be better. We'll be back next week with part two of our conversation with Greg on preparing your shop for a successful new year.